Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for the sixth season of Working Mums, which airs on CBC, Canadian Broadcast Channel, I think it's called, and Netflix in the UK. I'm your host Matthew, and we're going to start off spoiler-free, and then we'll get into spoilers later. But I will give you a warning when we get into those spoilers, just in case you haven't seen this season. Uh, let's jump straight to our rating system. <clears throat> uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, we've got the um, well, we've got a bit a bit of a difference with um, some recent changes I made with the rating system. Uh, essentially, now we've got what I would call strong must see, must see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and then a hard skip. Um, the only difference is with skip and must see. Obviously, those are different ranges of ratings. Uh, I write them in capital letters in the in the title. So as you will have seen with uh, this review, um, I would put must see in just normal letters if you call it that. Um, yeah, I'd probably still give this season a ten out of ten. Still think it's a must see show, so plenty of praise. Um, I still think this show itself is a must-see top-tier prestige television show. I don't quite, by the sl by the slimmest of margins, don't think this season adds up to that, like, sort of um, top-tier prestige television, se television uh, season. But, still, me saying 10 out of 10, must-see. Um, that's not even a sort of, like, 7 out of 10, don't skip, you know, I recommend the show. This is still, you know... High, high ratings. Um, ten out of ten. D this this season, just just by the slimmest of margins, because I was I was going through watching the season, and I was thinking, this is excellent. This is great. There's some great emotional stuff. There's some really great character development. There's some really good plot lines ongoing. I'm really, really having a good time um, watching this show, and it's really excellent, and it's really well put together, and I really love this show. It's just to just to me. It's just not quite as standout as last season, but it's still an incredible season of TV. Still an incredible season. Um, there's there's a few things that didn't quite. There's one kind of particular aspect that didn't quite work for this season, and I think it was more of a me issue. Um, I didn't quite follow the book storyline. This season, I'm not going to spoil like what that sort of is. I got sort of the sort of the general gist of it, but that was the one out of the f uh, one out of all of the plot lines this season that I just felt th this just this just isn't quite landing with me. Um, and I couldn't. I had trouble sort of following that plot, whether it was because it was not written as good as the other stuff, or just my fault as a viewer for I don't know. I paid attention and everything. I watched all the season and, and all that sort of stuff, but that particular plotline just it just didn't quite it, it it was a bit sort of almost weaker than some of the other stuff. I was almost kind of watching those and thinking, okay, I'm I'm gonna focus a bit more on the characters here than the plotline because that's the more interesting part of it. Because the character development within that plotline and how that ends up, I think, is great, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what that does for the show next season. But yeah, it it just didn't quite stick the landing as well as some of the other plot lines, which were much more emotional and big, and and felt felt like it had more stakes to it as well. Maybe 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 that's the thing that I'm not sort of landing on that the the book storyline, as opposed to all the others, didn't feel like they had as many as high as sort of stakes in there. Whereas the others, I felt like okay, something bad, something not not like character deaths or whatever, but like. Other more interesting things can happen here as opposed to the book storyline. So, um, but yeah, still thoroughly enjoyed this season. Still a must see 10 out of 10 season of TV. I still recommend the entire show. Um, and I did read recently as well that the seventh season is going to be the final season, which sort of makes sense once you've seen this season. Um, could still go on for a few seasons, but you know, you don't want a show to outlast its, its, its runtime. Um, so I look forward to seeing definitely the uh, the seventh and final season. Um, I think next year. So um, that will be that will be great when that happens. Um, but no, there were some really great character developments this season. I think the what you would call the main family, so Kate 
and Nathan's Nathan's family. Obviously, there was some big developments there. Won't get into spoilers for it, but I thought that the characters were certainly challenged in an interesting way, especially with Kate. Um, it's important to note as well, Catherine Reitman, who plays Kate, is the creator of this show. And I think her husband is... He's like an executive producer or, or, or something like that. He's like high up, important, sort of big role for the uh, for the behind the scenes and everything. So... Um, but no, they had obviously some good stuff this season as well. Annie, I, I, I mean, to me, the best two characters of the show have always been Annie and Kate. Um, they are kind of the main two women. Obviously, it's called Working Mums. There still is dads in the show, obviously, and kids and other characters. But it's mainly focused on these mums, obviously, as well. Um, so that was really, really good. I feel um, the show's called Working Mums, right? Which you don't need to explain what that means. In the most interesting, compelling, entertaining, and just great way possible, they uh, leaned into motherhood a lot, lot more, more than they probably ever have in this show, and it was really fantastic. The only difference is, that was a great time to do those particular plot lines. Again, I won't get into them specifically. That was a great time to do those plot lines because... I think for for two of the plot lines specifically, I don't think it would have had as much effect if you'd done them earlier in the season. But given that you've just done some really big developments with a couple of characters, I mean like life-changing developments with a couple of characters in terms of their motherhood, um, I think that it was good to do that before... Just in time for like the final season, where in in the final season you can really like flesh out that history and really like dig into some interesting character development. Um, and I I thought that was a really really good decision, a really good pacing and time sort of decision from the show. Um, because yeah, if you, if you'd done that in like certainly if you'd done it in season one or season two or any of the earlier seasons, maybe last season you could have done it. Um, but there's a couple of things that happen, particularly with motherhood with this season that I thought this is like really compelling incredibly well written storytelling um from multiple different characters being involved in a couple of storylines and it being to do with motherhood obviously made sense it's called working mums um I thought it was great I'm gonna obviously talk more in the spoiler section about what that actually is but um yeah again I, I I've mentioned this particular type of thing about myself um in the past I enjoy seeing stories um obviously with fictional characters about people that are different to me obviously i'm not a woman and i'm not a mum um there is obviously sons in this show and i am someone's son um but obviously i live that life already um that type of thing but uh no seeing like because something like fatherhood in a show is something I can look at and think, okay, that could be me later in life. Potentially, like, who knows, whatever, right? But motherhood, I mean, they both have a similar element to them, which is a child involved, but but motherhood and fatherhood are two, obviously, different elements of those things. But particularly, particularly the way this show deals with its... N- not just with its female characters, but with the motherhood aspect, because there's different things going on with these characters as well. They have their work like quite heavily again it's called working mums um so you got that kind of going on but the way that it specifically deals with the theme and the title of of motherhood i find really compelling again because that's something that's like probably not going to happen to me in life um you know so that's like i I can't relate to those things but i almost sort of don't want to relate to them because it's it's different to the life i've lived um so that's that's quite cool but yeah the way that they dealt with motherhood this season specifically with that um not just with other characters but characters that were already mothers i suppose as well so um that was really great Uh, and that's a really really big theme of this season um but other than that in terms of spoiler free stuff i thought the character development was great um this will be somewhere on my top 
10 or top 15, however many shows we end up with, list. I don't know if it'll be like top 5, obviously there's only 5 spots for a top 5, or top 10. Um, but it, it will certainly be on the list. It was certainly a fantastic season of TV. One I'm probably going to be, you know, thinking about a bit more over the next couple of days. Um, you know, because usually you watch something, if it sticks with you, which this did. Um, and you tend to think about it over the next couple of days. It, it's, it sits with you, you know. You can sit with, like, messages and themes and characters and, like, what the storylines meant and all that type of stuff. So, it's great. It's really, really good. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, maybe you've never heard of this show before. It's called Working Mums. It's fantastic. It's really, really brilliant show. Um, I'd put it... Obviously, we've all got long watch lists. I'd put it close to the top of your watch list, certainly. Um, if you want to put it to number one and start watching the show right now, you could sure go ahead and do that. Um, in terms of where it's available, like I said, uh, CBC in the in Canada... I'm not sure about the US, I guess Netflix or something, but if you're in the if you're in the UK like me, all six seasons are available. I reviewed the previous season and I also did I think I did another podcast on it. I think I've done two podcasts on this show. I definitely remember reviewing last season. That was great. I think I did a po- I think I did a podcast after I watched the fourth season. I think I did. Um yeah, I, th- I think I did. So anyway, search for Working Mums on the website or whatever, and you'll probably find the previous reviews and podcasts that I've done. Um, but no, fantastic show. But pacing, great. Structure was great. Um, I didn't feel that show wasted any time particularly. I know that there was a storyline that I didn't sort of grab onto as much as the others. Um, but does it, it doesn't really like... Well, when you've got 13 episodes um, and they're about 25 minutes each... And you have as much going on in 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 a show as this one does. You tend not to waste much time. Um, really great setup for its final season. I'm really looking forward to that next year. So yeah, I I definitely recommend that you that you watch it. Um, lots of great characters. Uh, it'd be it, it's inter- it'd be interesting, obviously, as well if 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 you yourself are a mother or a father. Um, and you watch this show, particularly of course if you're a mother, because it's again working mums. Um, so yeah, if you if you are a mum and you watch this show, let me know what you think. Did you like it? Did you not? Um, and what do you think of? Because you've got like these the different women in the show, right? And um, they're kind of obviously different individually within their own motherhood and themselves and all that type of stuff. So very very good. Uh, that's kind of it for my spoiler free section. There's a lot to talk about in the spoiler section. Lots of motherhood related things uh, to talk about, which I can't get into or spoil. Um, so yeah, going to take a break here. Uh, if you haven't seen this season of Working Mums, specifically this season, um, you're going to want to click the podcast after, cl- click it off after the spoilers. So see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is UK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. 
Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, it's spoiler time. If you've not seen the sixth season of Working Mums, I'm going to spoil all of it. So if you don't want to know the events of the season, what happens, uh, click the podcast off now. If you're listening on the website version, click on another piece of content. We have plenty of it. Click on the homepage, whatever. Uh, Press mute, pause, back, homepage, whatever you need to do to click it off. Um, If you're listening on a podcast player, you can browse our other podcasts on that same podcast platform. Or listen to some music, or listen to some ASMR, whatever you want to do. Because um, I'm going to get into spoilers now. Um, so obviously, the big thing happened with Annie this season. I will get to that. Um, I want to talk about the uh, most hard-hitting thing this season first, which is Jenny. Uh, who unfortunately has a miscarriage in the season I thought it was very well done within the spirit of the show. And what I mean by that, because obviously you've got, you know, different different shows have got different themes, different themes, different tonal ways of tackling things. And one of the qualities about working mums of the show across all six seasons, from what I remember at least, they struck up a very good balance of comedy and obviously drama but specifically you know when a woman is going through something like a miscarriage or going through a pregnancy period um uh, uh, going through pregnancy um the show knows when to balance that stuff and i think they struck a really really good balance with because they're all on that retreat weren't they or that that vacation thing or whatever it was and they tried doing this like funny stuff with um oh there's a man in the house and because you know, the, the the warning that they get through the through the phone i thought that message was going to be a weather warning because obviously it was it was thunderstorming in the episode um but no it was uh about like our oh, dangerous man on the loose turned out it was a different guy um and they're all freaking out about it in kind of a comedic interesting way we you, you just know in the backdrop that like because um, I don't think we knew in the episode at that point that she'd had specifically a miscarriage. We knew that she had had problems with the baby. She had spotting, I think, is what it was called. Um, again, it's interesting to kind of learn different terms and that sort of thing, which is which is good. Um, it's not a good thing to happen, but it's a good thing to to learn about, I suppose. But um. You you knew throughout the episode that like she was much more, you know, sat off and um, not laid back, but she she sort of was you know off and everything. We we knew some, we knew we knew something was going on with her, which was you know we thought she was pregnant and had problems with the had had a, a, an issue with the child, uh, with the baby, uh, but we didn't know the specific miscarriage element of it. Um, we knew that it because one of the uh, nurses that said to her about like oh high high risk pregnancy and that that's what kind of kicked all that off of course. Um, but her kind of having there's a lot of um and it's done really really well. There's a lot of sort of when when I say this phrase I don't mean it in the cliche sort of way. There's a lot of kind of girl power moments in these shows, but it's always done really really well. It's not done in like a corny cliche comedy sort of like thing. 
And what I mean by how this show does the kind of the girl power moments is there's because usually across <clears throat> across the seasons, and obviously in this season as well, there's moments where the these these women kind of it's a bit difficult to describe where these women kind of they have that moment of stepping up. They have the moments of like showing again it's specific to the the context of what the character is doing um but it's kind of showing like how that character in that moment is being a strong woman and i i always thought in those scenes that they they handled that pretty well cuz sometimes it is usually it's kind of like a it's like a winning sort of moment usually and with obviously Jenny's thing here it isn't a winning moment per se but it's sort of a how do you describe it she because what happens right that guy gets pushed down the stairs and um I think it's it's either at that moment or just before and she kind of like she, she's had enough she's freaking out there everybody's freaking out about whatever and there's a guy in the house or whatever and uh what's her name um Val like let him in because he said about uh was it a squirrel or something that was uh that had, that had um damaged their car so the guy needed to come in and everything and she's like oh my god let the guy in and it was like a little bit of that comedy element and then we know something's going on with her but we don't know the extent of it but she does that's why she's so off in the episode uh, understandably um and then she has that moment like everybody's bickering and to it's one of those things I suppose in life when something bad happens to you again it could be a number of different things and people are bickering to you like not to sorry not to you people are bickering around you about an event that you know is so much more low key than what you're going through um obviously the women didn't know at that point about what had happened and she kind of blurts out about like you know she starts like shouting and stuff and whatever um and then she takes that moment of like do you know what i'm just going to kind of step up again it's that that winning sort of moment i'm going to step up i'm going to just and and within that same scene reveal what's going on just just to kind of i guess to put the perspective in the women's heads about like you're all bickering about this guy and you don't know what to do and you're all acting like idiots about it and I've gone through this bad thing. I'm gonna blurt out what that is, because in a moment of like, in a moment of anger, and then, hey, I'm going through this thing. I'm gonna step up and do it myself, kind of thing. Like it's almost that sort of like, hey, I'm going through this really bad thing. None of you knew, obviously, but like, just get out of the way. Let me sort it out. And I thought that was. I thought it overall. I don't know if I'm explaining my feelings around it properly, but overall, it was done really, really well. Um, and I thought that was kind of a, that was a really strong emotional moment, but again, as I kind of mentioned in the spoiler-free section, I won't know what a miscarriage is like, because I can't have one as a man, um, obviously I can take part in the process of having a child, but not that specific part, so, again, I, I find it, because a long time ago I spoke about this show about, sort of, um, getting the female perspective on things, and that is obviously an element of that. There's also different ways of getting more of a female perspective on things, but uh, that's obviously that's that particular thing is not just hey, here's a female perspective on something in life. Here is like showing you again a woman's perspective still, but going through something that I can't go through, which is having a having a miscarriage, unfortunately. So that was uh, I think that was one of the strongest parts of the season. I thought that was done incredibly well. Um, so. And the actress who's called uh Jocelyn Wallin Wallim um did a very, very good job with that. I thought she was uh great throughout this season. And I like the build up with it as well. She's got that guy she works with and initially at first it's like a bit comedically played about like, hey, we can get we can get married so we don't have to quit our jobs and then things get a bit more serious and a bit more serious and a bit more serious. Um, and then realizes he's flirting with the guy that's trying to set up the wedding, and she tells him to go away. Um, and then, okay, they've been having fun, obviously. So uh, she gets pregnant through that, and then the whole hey, you know, just getting married for work kind of thing turns into something a bit more serious. Um, and again, the 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 balance between the slow comedy build up of 
um oh look at us we can um you know get married and avoid the situation to oh there's a baby involved and then obviously the unfortunate incident happened so i thought all that was done very very well again paced really really well acted really well written really well so again that's my perspective on it so um one character we should talk about that was missing from this season is frankie um i noticed after a few episodes of like is somebody missing from the show because I, I sort of i didn't notice specifically who it was at first but i was like okay that one's there that person's there that character's there kate's there annie's there all these different people are there I was like, no, somebody is missing. Who's missing from this show? And I did a bit of Googling and stuff, and I was like, oh, yes, Frankie. Yes, it's Frankie that's missing from the show. Uh, he was still a main character, but not main in terms of, you know, um, Kate and um, Kate and, and Anne, who, again, to me, are the two main characters. Um, yeah, the actress, who is called uh, Juno Rinaldi, um, went off to do some, like, stage work, and she needed a bit of a break from the show. Um, so hopefully she's back next season. Um, I don't remember her story being left on a cliffhanger, so that was that was good. Um, so if she doesn't come back, I don't know how much effect that will have on on things. Um, yeah, she couldn't be in the season scheduling that type of stuff. So, but hey, she wants to go off and do something else. Um, it's a shame that she wasn't on the show because I like Frankie. I mean, I like most of these characters, but yeah. Um, again, as as we kind of said a bit on the Walking Dead podcast this week sometimes we have to remember these people are humans and they just want to go off and do other things after five to ten years on on a project so uh good luck to juno and whatever it is that she's doing i don't really watch like stage plays and stuff um i know that denai guerrero does some of that stuff as well uh who plays michonne but um yeah good luck to her with whatever it is that she's up to um let's talk about kate nathan nathan jr yeah kate um, I almost said Philip, that's the actor's name. Kate, Nathan, and Nathan Jr. Um, I thought this was really well done as well. Uh, of course, you had the, <laughs> the frog microwave incident, which was, uh, again, great little bit of kind of, again, it's not a nice thing that's really happened. You know, a frog has gotten exploded in a microwave, but it was done in, it, it was done in the typical working mum's comedic fashion, which was, uh, again, played out very, very well, I thought. So yeah, that, that incident with the frog obviously kind of uh, kicked things off a bit between Nathan Jr. Um, and Kate. Uh, they start to not get on at the start and then, you know, start to kind of warm up to each other and that sort of thing. Mainly with the, um, uh, would you call it an incident? When the whole, like, um, saxophone thing and then the reveal and then the reveal of, oh, you have a guy up here and all that type of stuff. So that was nice. That was cool as well um and they do they do say at the end of the season when he's on uh, when he when nathan jr is on the date with that guy that he is a date so that's really cool as well um yeah bit 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 of bit of something different there with with a um i don't know if he's supposed to be explicitly gay or queer um of course i fully support either um but they do say that because when they showed the scene with the guy um there was the implication that's like okay he's kind of seeing this guy and, and and that type of stuff but then um uh nathan the dad does say um in the scene in the finale live like oh your date looked nice so um he went on a, on a date with the guy i think again we're not quite sure you know further development next season would be would be good for that um to kind of like solidify what's what's sort of going on there um but no good stuff that was that was cool uh, fully supportive, obviously, of LGBTQ characters anyway. So, um, and it's good for, again, good for representation. You you, you never know um, whether you um, do support or whatever with LGBTQ people, whether you are queer yourself or not, or whatever the case, whatever the case may be. Um, you never know, like, I mean, even for me, somebody who has watched something like Love, Victor, and it really, really helped me to come out and all that type of stuff, you never know, like, somebody might watch this show and see Nathan Jr. and think, you know, it might help them with their own sort of queer journey or what, what, whatever the case may be. And if that's the case, I hope that is the case because that's a really, really good thing to have happened. And I'm grateful that that happened to me with Love, Victor. So um, even though I'm 
past that stage myself. It's uh, there's still a very important thing to do in storytelling, and some some people don't quite realize that. That okay, it's not just a case of oh cool gay character in the show or queer character. Somebody might relate to that character in a, in a certain way, and it might help them with their own journey. Um, whether it's going to be in whatever of the LGBTQ uh, parts you are trying to be, um, whether it's trans or you know um, a different sexuality, whatever your journey is going to be. Um, you know, you might watch a show or a film or play a game or something and you, you might relate to a queer character in a certain way, just like I kind of did with Victor from Love, Victor. So, um, yeah, if if that storyline went on to help other people, that's great. That's that's more, more of what we need from, from media and from entertainment. So, that's good. That's very, very good. Um, but no, that storyline played out pretty well. Um, had a bit of, like, a horror... We, we had a few bits of horror elements this season as well with... Obviously, played played more for a comedic way. Um, with the uh, retreat to the haunted house thing, that 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 was a that was a great episode overall. I wouldn't really say a fully fun episode because you've got the miscarriage element in there. Um, but it had, it had fun elements, obviously, with the episode as well. Um, which was which was great. But then obviously you had um, was it Nathan Junior's? It was his mum, wasn't it? Because his aunt, who was called Sarah, if I remember correctly was the one that came into their lives and started helping and supporting Nathan Jr. Um, but, no, it was the, the mum that died, which was Nathan's previous partner. That's obviously where he comes from. Um, and Kate started seeing um, uh, the mum in like the mirror and stuff because I think it was Charlie, one of the little sons, one of the younger sons, um, started seeing the or started like speaking to to her and stuff and that was that was all done very well as well that was really really good um so overall really great really great big uh, big sort of developments with the with the foster family with the foster family indeed uh one last element to talk about with that as well obviously with kate and her struggling work situation yet again this is where um i don't think at at many points if any this was played for comedic with the with the working mum's comedic tones because it always felt like there was okay there's something deeper going on there and obviously she has the incident where she burns her arm and that sort that sort of stuff and realizes like okay she's not doing a terrible job with multitasking but she she's she's struggling with it too much to a point where it could go worse and you know she was getting warnings from the doctor and she was trying to do the whole be a mum day sort of thing you know sit stay at home for the day type of thing um which was which was good but still just a bit too distracted by the phone and work calls um and she just she unfortunately couldn't quite manage to juggle both things not that's not pointing out kate as a weak character i think i think what, what one of the great messages that's sent there i think is okay this isn't showing kate as a vulnerable or weak or you know bad mum or something it's showing that Okay, even if you are a stronger person, or you're, you you know you're you're independent person, and you're, and you're trying to work and you know juggle things in life, sometimes it can get a bit too much for for people. Again, not not in a way where it's sort of she's awful and she can't handle things in her life. She can, but sometimes you know we're all human, and sometimes it's just the case that. Th- things can get, I guess, on top of you before you kind of realise it, but by the time you realise it, you sort of, you know, it's a bit too late to, to change your course until, you know, something happens. Um, luckily, it wasn't something that was too bad. Um, and then people in your life kind of come to, you know, the nurse, and obviously Nathan saying to her about, like, hey, you have to, like, you're not, like, doing terribly. You just you just got to be careful. you got to just, you got to just sort of, like, just reassess a little bit, you know, again, you're not a terrible person, or a terrible mum, or a terrible, you know, worker, you just need to, just, just calm down a little bit, and just kind of, just reassess a little bit, just, just, every now and then we need a break, you know, so it was, it was just kind of that thing, but, um, uh, written really well in terms of, like, you know, a a bit of a sort of wake-up call for Kate, in a way, um, so I thought that was really good, uh, so again, all these are great storylines, all these are really great storylines, um, I won't speak too much about the the book thing just because in terms of me analysing it and trying to talk about it, I couldn't track it properly. Um, what we got from the end of it, which was the um, what is her name? It's written here. 
Rosie, she got promoted, and then Kate calls in the rest of the team and kind of shares the good news and all that. Um, so it, it ended up in a good place, which was good. Um, so that was a good sort of resolution to that. But I was having trouble, and again, I think this is a me issue. I was having trouble throughout the season, kind of like, okay, where is this going, and what is it? What's the stakes here? Okay, sure, well, one of these characters could lose their job. That's maybe one of the stakes, but it didn't sort of feel like that, and. I don't know, something about that just didn't didn't quite land for me. But again, by the end, we get the Rosie getting promoted. Kate's more happy and more confident, which is good. Um, so, yeah, turned out turned out good in the end. Turned out good in the end, certainly. Uh, who else do we need to talk about here? Um, I thought Val had another good, funny season. Um, she's kind of just a fun character. Um, I liked it the obviously the end sort of montage for the season. So her two sons have gotten into a it, there's a there's a phrase for it is polyamorous or something. It's when so how I've had that described to me before, and I, I've seen that in different TV shows before, is three people get into a relationship. None of them are cheating. They're all aware that they're all seeing each other. Uh, obviously, the two sons aren't seeing each other so this is a bit different to that but how I kind of understand normally how that works is there's three people in the relationship um they all like each other they all like have sex with each other and things like that they're they're, they're all in a they're all in a relationship but instead of two people it's just three um so Obviously, again, different between you know, because there's the funny little bit about like, hey, is this is this like a is this like a three ray relationship or something? Some somebody asks them, um, and like, no, with brothers. So they both individually had sex with this woman, got her pregnant. They don't know which one of them it is, but they're both um, brothers, so, and they didn't sort of care to find out who the dad was, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, that leads to... That was kind of funny and kind of interesting. Um, but that leads to the end of the season. Val saying, hey, here's my grandchild. I can't remember if she said grandson or granddaughter, but grand grandchild. Uh, so that will be interesting for next season as well. Um, but yeah, Val, I, I, I think Val's a funny, fun kind of character. Obviously, there's some deeper stuff going on there as well. Um, but no, she's a, she's a very, very good character. So there's that one. Um... We have one more other motherhood storyline to talk about. Because um, the two, when I said in the spoiler-free section about like digging more into motherhood, I was talking about Jenny and Salone. Uh, I've already gone over what happens with, with Jenny. But Salone, uh, yeah, she tries to, she's not got a partner, but she wants to have a child, so she gets a sperm donor. Interesting scene with Kate with injecting the... Uh, uh, sperm in, which is uh, which is fun and all that. Um, so that was that was good. Uh, she ends up having a child in the end. She ends up um seeing that guy, which was which was nice. And yeah, again, seeing the just in a general sense with Salone and with Jenny. Um, the storyline lasts a bit longer with with Salone, not because of the miscarriage, but I think it started earlier in the season, didn't it? Because just pacing wise, um. Because Salone started that storyline before Jenny's did. Because when, when that was happening with Salone, Jenny was dealing with the um, marriage stuff. So that was happening first. And then Salone was more into the f- further into the motherhood storyline. Then Jenny realised she got pregnant. And then it went on from there. So in terms of me saying lasted longer, I wasn't talking about because she loses a child. I was saying because Salone's story for that starts earlier. So therefore lasts longer um because it's more episodes so uh but there was that so that was that was very good and obviously there's some deep stuff there with with motherhood and can she handle it and um i like the show's overall tackling of um not just for the women in the show that not just for the characters that are trying to become mothers like sloan and like jenny um but for but for the characters that are already mums um, which is, you know, the other main characters and, and things like that. So you've, you had kind of... A, that. That's what I mean by digging more into motherhood, because you already had characters that were mothers and characters that were trying to be mothers um, even more. So 
uh yeah digging digging more into that this season which was great um so yeah more uh more stuff on motherhood which was uh good sometimes emotional which is what you should be doing um because we're, we're not just because of miscarriage related things but you know as the show has shown us lots of times before motherhood even pre and post pregnancy um it can be an emotional time because that's what the show has at least told me as a guy uh whether it's well you could say pre during and post pregnancy right because you've got pre pregnancy which is when you're trying to become pregnant then the pregnancy itself and then the post pregnancy when you have the child so the three kind of stages of that uh but the show has shown us before that whether it's before during or after pregnancy um that there's a lot of emotions involved and um you know whether it's again working mums trying to balance work and uh motherhood work and pregnancy um or a, a mixture of all three um it can uh, it can be challenging which makes for compelling television when you're watching a show about fictional mothers so great stuff um but i liked what they did with salone there and they're going to develop with the guy and she goes on a date and then that goes well so she's um with him i think kind of by the end of the season so that was really good uh, then you had um, the last bunch of characters, I think, for me to talk about, which is Alice and Alice, Annie, and Lionel. Lionel being a bit of an idiot throughout the season um, works itself out kind of in the end because he ends up going to the support group and things are hopefully better from there. Um yeah kind of dealing i suppose with annie's uh or Anne's. um hang on a second Anne a n n e and then you have so alice yeah so annie or Anne uh, and then alice they've got very similar names so um but yeah with the whole therapist stuff and the emotional stuff and you know does Anne have an anger management problem lionel stupidly kind of says that she does that's not something you probably should have said in the moment, Lionel. Um, he's obviously dealing with a court case because he hit that teenager last season in a fit of rage. But you could tell it was an accident, so you got that going on as well. Um, so that played out very, very well. Um, the main bulk of... Because really, you did kind of have, for a, large, for a large chunk of the season, Lionel in scenes on his own, and then Anne with Alice at work. Because Alice ends up speaking to this woman who ends up running and over i think by the end of the season so that was uh had some had some you could say big developments um but i i like i really like in terms of the 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 younger characters in the show obviously you've got the two two little charlie kids then you've got nathan jr who is new this was he new this season i think he was new this season i can't remember um yeah, and then you have uh, Alice as well. I think Alice has had the best character development. What helps with that is that she's already a bit older than like Charlie, and you can do more with that character because you just can, you know. Because um, like you've had before, like the gun issue with Alice with her friend, if we remember that back in season four or five, which was quite big. Um, but yeah, with Alice, it's interesting because obviously the further the show goes on, the older she's going to get. And she's, what, 13, 14, 15, something like that by now. I can't remember specifically what age, but that sort of teenage age. And she's going to be getting into more stuff and and all that sort of thing. She's going to be growing up more throughout the show. Um, but yeah, she ends up kind of... It was good the way that they put it together because it simply goes from... Anne's kind of losing a bit of her grip on work and a, a bit of a grip on her life in, in certain ways. Um, and her anger is getting the best of her because of that. And then Alice ends up just, hey, just chatting with, with the clients. And it wasn't sort of therapy. But then I guess, you know, the character would have opened up more and spoken about more things. So you've got all that going on. Um, and then it gets a bit too much and kind of intervenes. And then you know says hey you, you know, threatens her and says you need to stay away from my child um so that was all again written very very well that was all very very compelling i i enjoyed that um well i say enjoyed that was very entertaining um it's difficult when you've got a 
tougher storyline in a show. You don't really call it entertaining or 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 like good to watch, but it's well put together. I think is the I think is the correct phrase for that. Um, so that was all very very good as well. Uh, but yeah, Alice again. When we get into season seven, she'll be growing up even more and getting involved into other more stuff as well. So we'll learn uh, Nathan Junior. Obviously, he's going to continue to get older, and we've already had some big developments with him. Um, but no, all great stuff with those characters. I thought that played out very very well. Um, apart from Anne herself, I was talking about the. Let's finish off with talking about the end of the season. So yeah, they all have. They played out this big montage. Um. With you know where where everybody where everybody's kind of at with the season, I like the way that was put together as well. So that was very very good. Um, yeah, they sort of showed where everybody was at the end of the season. Sloane had her child. Um, what's her name? Uh, Jenny was advertising those products. Uh, again, I didn't quite the, the whole products thing as well. I didn't I didn't sort of I didn't sort of um, catch on to that. That was a Again, great crack, great character um, developments and things that were in there, but the plot didn't really quite grab me with that. Um, but yeah, then you see obviously Kate's at home with her family, basically, and things are going well there. Then she gets on the phone to Anne because obviously Anne, I think a few episodes ago, for the second time in this in this series, has said like, "Hey, might move out and what, or move move away and stuff." Um, we saw how that went in the previous season, which was a really great storyline as well. Um, so that was good. But yeah, the woman that um she was giving therapy to, I guess, took some revenge. Uh, you don't see her getting run over, but it's it's pretty clear, isn't it? You hear all the crashing and everything. Um, just to answer a question up front, I don't think Annie's going to be dead. Um, I think that would be odd for the show to do. You've had. I mean, what character deficits we had in the show? We've had Kate's dad that passed away. Um, I, th- I think that's the only. Ca- I think that's the only character, isn't it? Um, I don't remember anybody else dying on the show. But no, this isn't the show really where you like when we get to the final season. In terms of stakes, in terms of like, okay, how are things going to wrap up and the the stakes of everything. I'm. Not, I don't. When I think of this show, I and stakes i don't think of something like character deaths you know this isn't like walking dead or sea or game of thrones or rings of power this isn't one of them shows where you know last of us or whatever where characters are going to die uh, this isn't that type of thing this is more like character drama based but um no i think she'll be okay i think she'll be injured obviously um and it'll be a case because she knows who it was hopefully they don't play the amnesia card and like oh i don't remember who it was i hope that she remembers who it was next season um, and kind of how that plays out. So yeah, again, setting up some, uh, setting up some very good stuff for this season, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Um, those are some of my thoughts on this season. Some really great, some really emotional as well. Um, storylines this season. Um, and yeah, when someone who's a woman in my life, different types of women that are in my life, say like, hey, about what women go through, and not like preaching to me or whatever, but um, when you kind of hear a woman say, like, oh, what what us women go through and stuff like that, as a guy, it's good for me to watch a show like this um, and learn a bit more about it, you know, learn a bit more about um, what the other gender goes through. Um because uh, to, to to me anyway, from my perspective, that's kind of important. Because um, I mean, I work at a school where I clean. A lot of the teachers are women. Uh, some of the w- cleaners are women, and um, some of them are mums at at the school I work at. Some of them, some of them go on maternity leave. Um, there's there's a there's a few cleaners that are sort of like you know taking breaks and stuff. They've been they've been mums. They've because again. I work with real people who have lives who do other things than just teach at the school. They have lives outside of that. And sometimes, yes, sometimes those people are women. And sometimes they do get pregnant in life. And they go off and do other things. Which is similar to what happens in this show. You know, characters in this show. Again, it's specifically based around mums. Because it's called Working Mums. But um, it gives me a bit more of a 
perspective just because uh, something I like to do with, with with the information I gain from a show like this just have a bit more of awareness just have a bit more of awareness and that that's not like me looking at every woman that I walk past or walk near and thinking hey what have you gone through but just 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 a bit more awareness just a, just a bit more of education and a bit more insight I think um is is useful anyway so um I mean I don't know the specific areas where I'd use it in life but I like to I like to watch this show and learn that type of stuff and be more aware of it and just it, it doesn't mean I have to learn more about the specifics of like pregnancy and stuff but just just being more aware it's just uh, it, it's it's useful it's interesting I don't know if I'd say this show is educational it could, it could be considered that way again you've got that sort of working mum's comedic element towards it um, so that's like a specific thing within the show but it's still useful it's still interesting to me so, um, not only do I like watching the show because of that, I also like watching it because it's a good TV show. So, when a show can give you both those things, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And so is this show. Uh, anyway, those are my spoiler thought thoughts on some stuff, uh, some emotional stuff going on with, um, pregnancies and mums that have already given birth and, um, mums that are already mums in the show and... All sorts of different things. All sorts of different things. Um, it's a very, very good season of TV. Very much enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to next season. Next year, the final season. We'll see how they can wrap it up. Probably with another 13 episodes. Anyway, for those of you that have seen this show. Uh, sorry, this season. Hopefully you have. Because I've just spoiled the entire thing. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the season? What did you think of the emotional beats? What did you think of the balance between the working mum style of comedy? And the more serious things going on. The more drama moments. Um, what did you think of the horror-ish kind of episode? With the Haunted House stuff? Uh, what did you think of Nathan Jr.'s journey with his um, queer kind of storyline? If that is fully what's going on there. Um, again, if it is or it isn't, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Um, it's up to the show to decide how that's going to go. Because um, it could end up different next season or it could go down that same path. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Uh, but what did you think of the season? All the different things. Who is your favourite characters? Um, and what did you think of everything overall uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalkUK there's a contact page and information in your show notes there's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes thanks very much for listening in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org TV, games, films, main eye podcast take a look out for all that we've got on there entertainmenttalk.org and podcast platforms entertainment talk in the meantime you can also tell other people about what we do and where they can find it simply by just telling them or using social media if you'd like to do to do that as well. Uh, Patreon $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well. Um, all sort of stuff. Uh, Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, run by David, friend and co-host of the show. Uh, you can find him posting TV and film news over on that place, Geektown.co.uk. Geektown Radio is Tuesdays. Look out for those episodes for that podcast as for your renewals cancellations pickups air dates all that sort of stuff your tv and your film news so check out all of that bex um is streaming very regularly over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s little nightmares 2 retro classic game streams chat streams all that sort of thing check out what she's up to and across social media platforms as well me twitch etalk uk um wednesdays fridays from eight um yeah, for now, Wednesdays and Fridays at 8. I may or may not change that in the past. If I do change it in the future, um, if I do, I'll let you all know. Uh, but for now, Wednesdays and Fridays from 8. Check out what I'm streaming over there. Twitch, eTalk UK. Uh, just give the channel a follow and you'll be notified when I go live. And if you miss those streams, don't worry. They'll be exported to YouTube. The YouTube channel is called Entertainment Talk Plays. That's where you'll find the archived uh, Twitch streams and the dozens and I mean dozens and dozens of game clips so many game clips still got a dozen of them to put up look out for those entertainment talk plays over on YouTube thanks very much for listening and I'll see you next time goodbye <laughs>